Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one concentrated minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today from Aikido, North Jersey, is our guest, Crystal Aldrich. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. It's almost a uh, customary thing that I screw up somebody's name like on the first minute, but as we go on through the week, I'll get better. Okay, but no worries. Feel, I screwed feel, my name too, so. Yeah, feel call feel feel free to call me like uh, you know Ribbit or you know <laughs> Rhubarb, whatever you know. Oh. Matt's easy though. Mm. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever messed up my name. Well, <laughs> I think somebody called me Max once. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, we should definitely start right off by saying that, uh, you know, we usually have people that guess from other podcasts, but you are, are you our first sensei on the podcast? I, I think so. I know you had somebody earlier in the week that did Aikido for a little bit, he mentioned, right. but uh, I, I think I'm the first sensei. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, uh, we bow to you. <laughs> Yay, Ichiban. <laughs> uh, is that what we're supposed to say? Uh, it just means number one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, should we call you Sensei Crystal, Sensei, you Sensei Aldrich? Me, you can call me Sensei Crystal. You can call me Crystal. Okay. You're not actually my student, so. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So she's not the boss of us. Well, no. Feel free but to I will scream at us if you want. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's awesome, and I'm so glad that you're here for this week because we're going to need all your knowledge in, uh, you know, working in your own dojo and uh, and working with. Uh, you know, the, the uh, Aikido and, and karate and, and, and here I am talking like, I don't know if it's the same thing. Uh, I just watched the movie. Matt, Matt's the expert, uh, <laughs> but, um, but I'm glad you're going to be bringing that to our podcast this week. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, this is minute 49 of the karate kid. It begins with some whiplash and ends with some lawnmower. <laughs> Um, so we kind of start at the end of the previous scene where Miyagi hands Daniel the keys to his truck and they take off and, uh, we get a, a little quick shot of the truck lurching a lot as they take off and, uh, and then the, it, it kind of slowly moves around. It seems like Daniel's hammering on the brakes, maybe, maybe going gas, brake, gas, brake, or is this like a, I wonder if this is a, a standard transmission truck i don't know <laughs> uh and i almost wonder if they added this bit on because you know, we, we discussed last week uh crystal that the the truck actually wouldn't even start so because <laughs> there's nothing in the script mentioning that the truck is lurching like this they just kind of move on to the next scene so i don't know it's kind of funny <laughs> so here we are we finally enter the cobra kai do well we we enter once again of course because daniel's been here already um and we have Sensei John Kreese pacing the class. Uh, so uh, straight up, Crystal, what is your what are your what are your first thoughts of of John Kreese? Is he an admirable uh, teacher? Is he does he do anything right here? <laughs> I think if there's anyone who's a villain in the movie, it's this guy. <laughs> um, and, and I'm very surprised, like how he has any students at all, mostly because. Like in the previous scene, uh, you know, how Daniel walks in, he doesn't even visually acknowledge him, send anyone to say hello. And, you know, Daniel sees some things and leaves and he has no idea about it. And even when these two guys walk in, he's just in his zone and you either get on his boat or you don't. Like, well, I mean, not... he, he's, he knows a loser when he sees one. 
<laughs> They're not worth this time. <laughs> Guess this. So you think Kreese should have maybe a receptionist working, you know, <laughs> yeah. pampering people because they come in like, you know, hey, hey, you know, he looks he looks hard, you know, just watching. But, you know, really, he starts off soft. You know, he's 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 a teddy bear. He's he's, <laughs> he's a good guy. You should sign up. <laughs> yeah, could be. Or, you know, just even someone just to greet the person or even visual like acknowledgement of, oh, I see you. I'm going to do this class and then maybe I'll talk to you afterwards as long as there's some connection. I mean, anytime I teach, I, you teach the whole room. It's not just the mat. It's the parents that are doing things in the background. It's people walking in. Your presence goes beyond all of that if you want to be successful or not. You're just going to get a lot of people who have a story in their head and they leave. You know? Right. Right. And so is it is it customary to have just anybody wander off the street and start just kind of, you know, spectate? Or is that just not... I mean, I'm sure if I'm there doing you know, trying to learn martial arts and trying not to feel silly and make a fool of myself, but I'm trying my best. I wouldn't want any old person off the street walking in and watching <laughs> yeah. me trip over myself. <laughs> you know, most doches, actually, anyone could just walk on in and, and see what's going on. And you do get nervous, but, you know, it's the teacher's responsibility sort of to make the space, command the space so that you feel comfortable and safe, even if you're odd. You know, I, I mean, older school styles, maybe you can flop on your butt and you just have to... <laughs> persevere through the embarrassment but i think in modern days we need a little bit more you know blending <laughs> yeah uh so so i mean is it is it different nowadays i mean you know a lot of people talk about how oh back you know nowadays everybody needs a participation trophy you know and so maybe maybe crease is like like old school or is this just like something that should never be done? <laughs> um, you know, I, I, ha I have teachers that, uh, you know, have gone through that old way of things and they mm -hmm. have this kind of like rite of passage that they put on their shoulders, which is fine. That's their path. But uh, I think today's world and just how we're all moving quicker, we're all really busy. You, you need to have the game change so you can survive. If you don't, like if you don't blend with today's technology and today's mindset, you're, you're just going to disappear and no one's going to hear from you ever again. Mm. You know, even the martial art will die, which I think there are a lot of other martial arts, smaller ones that have just the lineage has just gotten smaller and smaller and then it disappears. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I guess obviously he's got to, he's got to be thinking of this as, as uh, you know, keeping the art alive and also keeping his business alive. So yeah. well, <laughs> hurt, hurting kids job, in right? front of other people. Is not the good idea. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, so we have our students here all doing a, a, a right punch. Is that, you know, basically what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> it, it might, probably men ski. They look like they're punching high men means head. So mm -hmm. skeet means to thrust. So it's a, a punch. That would be uh, Aikido and, and karate aren't the same, but they're both Japanese based martial arts. So there's some similarities with the verbiage. Uh, yeah. And, and, and speaking of verbiage, I always like lock on to what they're what they're bellowing when they're, when they're <laughs> throwing their face. And, and, yeah. and, and I don't know, it's, it seems like like, well, first, you know, crease leads off with it. And then and then the students are going like, huh. But it sound, almost sounds like they're going, kill, kill, kill. <laughs> That's what they're saying in their head. I, I think so, too. <laughs> but, I mean, Kreese says that for everything. Like, every command, he says, ice. Like, mm. yeah. He almost says, like, ice. <laughs> like, yeah. But, uh, oh, oh, yeah. I'm not I, sure what word he's trying to say, really, or if it's just a guttural, like, sort of ki, but I don't know. 
Mm. My guess would be guttural. You know, I've heard yeah. Oss and a couple other ones. And yeah, and Oss, somebody, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. But, and some Aikido styles will make sounds. The the belief is that you're connecting everything together at the same time. So you're breathing and punching or breathing and moving, you know, okay. kind of like your wax on but, wax but off. Any, but any class I've ever been a part of, you know, there's different <laughs> commands for different things. It's not always just, ites, 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 yeah. like, <laughs> and the students just know what you're saying by your, maybe the, the tone, the intonation <laughs> of your ites. <laughs> <laughs> goes to his teaching style you have to know if the ice is ice or ice (laughs) yeah (laughs) well i think there's definitely ice, and then i think also uh i think it's in the the third minute like friday's minute he does the ice and i almost like go oh is that like a like a cobra kai thing (laughs) it's gonna (laughs) make it like something like a snake Uh, oh, uh, speaking of Cobra Kai, uh, the Japanese word Kai, I looked it up, uh, means society or organization association. Thus, the Cobra Kai means the Cobra Society. Whoa. <laughs> That's kind of like the Court of Owls in Batman or something. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, my, my little further research said that uh, this is common in Japanese right-wing groups such as Kokoryu. Kokoryo Kai, which is the Black Dragon Society, and Tate no Kai, which is the Shield Society. I, I don't know. Probably a lot um, of the Yakuza clans, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm so the organization um, my dojo belongs to is uh, called uh, Aiki Kai. So, um, are I you evil? Just, I am. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm from Jersey. That's what we get. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I think it's just any big organization, but sometimes maybe it, it flips over. But j- studying Japanese language, it's all about context of where something's thrown. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to go, oh, okay, that's why it's this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so we get into this. I uh, It goes into it like a, I, I feel like it's a nice shot. We have Crease uh, standing behind, and then right up the leftmost row we have from the back, Jimmy, Dutch, Bobby, and Johnny. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because – you know, where's Tommy? Tommy is in the back row, uh, in the next row, the back of the next row over, but in this shot, he is, uh, over Johnny's other shoulder. So it's almost like Bobby is on one of Johnny's shoulders and Tommy is on the other. (laughs) He's flanked by his goons at all times. (laughs) Yeah. But I was also thinking like, Oh, good angel. And the the evil devil, mischievous Tommy devil. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, what do you think about form here? Uh, Crystal, I noticed Dutch is kind of crouched over more than the rest, and his left fist is pretty much just up. He's like leaning his head against his <laughs> his his fist there as he's yeah. punching the other. I, in general, I thought the form was pretty good, but they also got pretty banged up, so I'm sure there's some form <laughs> of compensating. Like, oh, my rib hurts. Let me stay lower. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them's got an arm in a sling. So yeah, yeah, Tommy. <laughs> no wonder they. they had, We'll put Tommy in the sling. He's going to be in the back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, we also see that Johnny has a black eye. Uh, How do you think Johnny got the black eye? (laughs) I'm still trying to figure that out. I don't remember him getting hit anywhere that would be a black eye, but it did go by pretty quickly. (laughs) He got home and then Ed Asner kicked his butt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because going back, you know, the. Break some context to that for our listeners that going back at the 
you know, the scene where Miyagi takes Johnny down, he blocks both of Johnny's punches and then kind of flips him and, and then finally hits him like in the stomach or, or the groin. Uh, <laughs> uh, not sure where he got, uh, maybe it was a bike, bike accident. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe his sensei beat him up for losing to an old guy. Ooh, that might've <laughs> been it too. That's, that's very, uh, that's a great in universe thing. Cause I can think, you know, are you kidding me? And he like smashed someone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, and we also see behind, uh, the students that crease has his office there. We see like the window into the office. I, I kind of wanted to see in the crease's office. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that'd be a great deleted scene if we felt it was inside. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a scroll up in the upper left hand, uh, with Japanese characters. And I'd love to know what those say. I, I, I have no idea. I, I was like, okay. Oh, Pause your screen, uh, open up Google Translate, and uh, hold your phone up to your screen. <laughs> yeah, that would work. <laughs> oh, oh, you can do that? That is like the best thing to have. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to try that. I mean, I was going to put a call. If you guys didn't know, I was going to put a call out to any listeners who might be able to translate that. But yeah. I mean, if the quality is good enough, it'll catch it. <laughs> I have to get my HD copy out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I'm I, I can't imagine what it says, you know, like I don't know, no mercy, kill, kill, uh, pain isn't you know, <laughs> the enemy or something like that. Or um, the other way, it says something really sweet and it's like a hidden <laughs> like gem, like the flower is very peaceful <laughs> in <with> water. <laughs> oh my god, if it says live, love, laugh in kanji, <laughs> I will be so happy. Friends are forever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Eat, drink, and be merry. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, uh, we also see uh, a pretty good shot of Crease's tattoo as he's walking through, and uh, uh, yeah, it's a fist gripping a snake. <laughs> which, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. I, uh, I don't know if I should even get into that. So <laughs> that's how he became a Cobra Kai. Is that he grabbed the Cobra and punched it right. in the face, and that's how he get, got into the uh, dojo. Oh yeah, like uh, Jean Claude and uh, Hard Target. <laughs> Uh, uh, and as the camera pans in front of the students, we see Daniel and Mr. Miyagi enter and, uh, Daniel kind of eyes that poster for a moment. Mm. Um, but Miyagi kind of keeps his eyes on it for a moment. And I don't know, you think he wants to go? <laughs> I just thought it was nice how they panned it up. Like he looked and the camera just went to it. Yeah. That was really nice. <laughs> You're talking about the tournament poster? Uh-huh. Yeah. I really like that poster. It's an iconic poster. Yeah. Uh, what I, what I, style would you call that? Is it airbrushed or? Oh, geez. I, I have no idea. Question. I'm not a, not a graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says under 18 All Valley Karate Championships. Uh, it says it takes place December 19th at State University, wherever that is. And uh uh, it says standard tournament rules. All officials will be member of KAJA four seasons or KAD. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I figure the K stands for karate, maybe. Yeah. But they have to be like uh, some sort of some, must be some sort of regulation. I tried like um, I tried Googling like KAJA, but all I got got was like, you know, Kaja, Goo Goo uh, fan sites. <laughs> Um, so no idea. <laughs> um, so then we, um, kind of move to a new shot. We're a little closer to Miyagi and he's looking serious 
and uh, Daniel looking a little bit timid. Um, and we have one of the students in the foreground. And as we've mentioned on this podcast before, martial arts coordinator Pat Johnson played Crease during the rehearsals. And this worked out well because he was also in charge of training them all to fight. And uh, a lot of what Martin Cove does here as Crease is him really kind of copying what Pat did in training. If you go on YouTube and look at the rehearsals, he is, he is screaming at these kids. <laughs> uh, apparently he split them up into three groups. Um, we've mentioned this before. Uh, one was Pat and Ralph and the other is uh, the five Cobra Kai. And then the third one was Martin. And he says, quote, I didn't want the kids to see him as a white belt because Marty had no training before that. I trained Marty all by myself. I had never let anyone see him. The first time everyone saw him was as a martial artist. They saw him with a black belt on in front of a class. So they wanted to, they didn't want to like make him look like, be less scary for these kids <laughs> by, <laughs> by uh, showing him training and stuff. So I thought that was cool. Um, uh, the camera moves down and further away where we see Crease circling around this hapless student <laughs> who just suddenly gets really nervous and takes a quick look over his shoulder. We got a flincher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's when Crease sticks his foot in the back of this kid's knee and pulls him back by his shoulders. And then he lets off a quick, hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh and then he tells them, you lose concentration in a fight and you're dead meat. And uh, we get a little bit of, uh, yes, sensei. And of course, he's got to do the, the hearing problem thing again. What? Yes, sensei. <laughs> and he tells them to get up. Uh, so, uh, Crystal, is this something that, uh, you know, you got to keep these kids on their toes, right? I, I've done that before. I, not the, the, the oh. ending part, screaming in their face and like threatening <laughs> to punch them. But I, I've actually many a times walked on the mat and just would randomly like pick up a kid and throw them on the ground. And they, they're safe. They're, they're cool. But like that makes them more aware. And usually it's because they're goofing off and deciding to talk instead of train. Oh, I see. Yeah. Or somebody's yeah. got a weak stance and you just sweep the <laughs> leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, man. See, like I want to join karate. I want to join some sort of martial art. And then I hear something like that. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I don't do it to adults. I do it mostly to the kids and okay. the adults. Like I would do it to that high school class. Totally. Like if I had the students he's got, I would have totally, they would have to do more. They would do have to do burpees instead of knuckle pushups. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean. oh, those are, I don't know which is worse actually. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we have this, this student, uh, after Chris takes him down, he, he's, he looks like he's peeing his gi, uh, <laughs> and he gets up, he quickly backs away, keeping his eyes on, uh, Chris. So yeah, this is kind of where I throw through the question, but we, we've kind of batted it around a little bit, but do we think that Chris, you know, physically abuses his students or is oh. it all just kind of fear based? I think a hundred percent he abuses his students. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because you never see a break of, like, kindness of his motivation being, like, why? Like, he doesn't show any empathy. It's just this one-dimensional, like, monster running forward. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it, apparently it's all about, you know, I guess he's trying to protect them from becoming dead meat. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, it, it's it's actually, uh, going to the script here, the what what the rough the rough draft of the script beforehand uh was a little little rougher uh 
then before it, I'll just read here. It says, uh, as Miyagi and Daniel take seats in the first row of the visitor's section, they're, they're sitting in this original version, uh, one of the students shifts his eyes a fraction in their direction. In a flash, Kreese sweeps their legs out. The student's head hits the wooden floor hard, opening a gash above his eye. Kreese yeah. uh, <laughs> fires a fist toward the student's stunned, you know, the stunned boy's face, um, hissing ferociously. Uh, the fist stops the hair's breadth from the boy's uh, nose. The whole class stops in mid-punch. No one bats an eye. Uh, then Kreese says the whole concentration thing, and the, and the student doesn't move, and we and we see blood trickling from his wound, and Kreese says, excuse yourself. And the student just like, jumps up, bows, and runs to the locker room. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Tries to let him leave. <laughs> yeah. Don't bleed on my floor. Uh, that wasn't a line, but yeah. But it's a good one. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. It's just like, whoa. Um, and, and it does get a little rougher even even further on into the into these minutes. Um, but um, yeah, uh, Pat Johnson, the fight coordinator, uh, trained the five Cobra Kais. He says, I trained them in a very strict tr- traditional way. I chewed them out. I made them do push-ups. And these young kids, they built this bond because they were in this pain together, this discipline. It's almost like having this mean teacher, this coach, so you bond. So I utilized that training, and it showed. It worked very well for the screen. Um, William Zapka says we worked five days a week, four hours a day before the, for the month before we shot. Then every day after that, they just roll out gymnastic mats on the set. If I was doing something sloppy, Pat would grab me and twist my leg. If I ever turn my back on him, he'd sweep me to the ground and say, never turn your back on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he was just taking the role <laughs> to the extreme, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, so what what do we think the floor is made out of here? Is it mats? I don't know. You would know. Well, I, I just couldn't make it out. I couldn't tell. I'm just saying because your name is Matt. Shut up. Oh, come on. <laughs> I've done that. I thought it was canvas. I thought looking at it, but that could be my memory making a mistake. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure either. I, I assumed that it was all like gymnastic mats, but... Then I saw when the kid gets sent to go do push-ups on his knuckles, it's like in a red area. So I was like, is that red carpet that he has to push up on? Oh, and is I that think, over floor? I think this is tatami. Okay. Like a, a, But did they have like artificial tatami back then? What's tatami? So it's like a, it's a bamboo mat. Oh. So, so now modern days, it's, it's more of like a synthetic material that doesn't like pick up all the bacteria and grossness. So uh. you can wash it very easily. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, he's gonna do push-ups on his knuckles, which I had to do many times. You did? I, I had to do it on like a gym floor, <laughs> a really hard gym floor, and not a tatami mat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, when I saw this as a kid, I always, uh, every once in a while, tried to do push-ups on my knuckles, thinking about like, oh man, what if someone made me do push-ups on my knuckles? Yeah, I think it was like joked about in gym class, like do push-ups on your knuckles, but it was like kind of a joke, like no, just go do push-ups, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they really hurt. I can't imagine. I guess, you know, I guess, I mean, they, you get used to it. <laughs> it does toughen yeah. up your knuckles. Uh, so, so that, you know, conceivably if you punch somebody, you wouldn't bloody up your knuckles as easily. Right. Right. <laughs> but I never had to punch anyone. So <laughs> I, I also, you know, um, 
I, I was doing some reading on this and it, it seems like it's even more comfortable for your wrists because your wrists are bent if you put hands down, but if you have right. up in your knuckles, they're, they're nice and you know tight. Straight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I thought I was thinking of like reasons why you'd want to do that over regular pushups. And my final reason was just like, you look like a badass. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the poor kid has to do sixty of these. You ever did you do sixty before? Or have you done more than sixty? Can't remember how many I did. But when I was younger, <laughs> I could do tons and tons because I didn't oh weigh gosh. very much. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, this kid that Crease uh, uh, takes down, though. Uh, speaking of Pat Johnson, this is Pat Johnson's nephew. I don't know what his name yeah, is, thanks. but. <laughs> Uh, apparently he is now a hairdresser. So, you know, good on him. Good on him. So and, Chris, uh, Chris just destroyed his karate dream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we go to a, a bird's eye view of, uh, the dojo. This is where you can make one of my name, like a Robin. Um, <laughs> so, so, so there, we, we see now that there are 20 students in lines of five. Well, you know, one, one line is missing one guy, but, um, and they're all in this like square. And I, I just kind of wanted to ask, you know, even just to both of you about like, you know, is that normal? Is there usually like a square in the middle? Uh, is that kind of a regulation thing or? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I never, I don't think I was, took part in a, a one where it was like everybody watched these two guys. It was usually like the whole, the whole class pairs up, you know, unless it's a tournament. I don't know. How do you do your class? Do you ever get your whole class to watch two people go at it? Uh, every once in a while, like we'll do something where someone will demonstrate, but it's not like in a combative square and one person comes out alive, you know. <laughs> <It's an> arena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that's strange. You know, I, I'm I'm really surprised because I honestly thought like this was like normal <laughs> from watching this movie. Like, you do karate, you you, know, you learn any sort of martial arts, and you're you're um. You're learning all the moves and stuff, and then you practice it against each other. But, you know, while all your friends are, like, cheering you on. <laughs> or booing you, whatever. <laughs> That's funny. So so you kind of break off into pairs, so there isn't that pressure of it's, like, you know, some sort of uh, UFC match or something. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, crease calls combat and all the students line up on each side of the square facing each other and Johnny and Dutch grab red and white flags and go to opposite corners. So Crystal, what, do, what are these red and white flags all about? Do you uh, know? I believe it's winner and loser. We don't, we don't have them in Aikido, but I've seen them in Aikido tournaments mm -hmm. where one person wins. They'll say like Shiro, which is white in Japanese or Aka. And so they'll like say what side wins. And the um, one boy has a red stripe around his belt, so he's he's the the red one. Oh, okay. Well, that was my question for the next minute, but yeah, that's great. Uh, the, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Jumping ahead. <laughs> that was my that was definitely my question about why they t why he ties this red thing to Bobby. Like he's my pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, anyway, for this minute, we get one more, eight, and and then the minute ends. <laughs> I don't get many chances in my life to, to let these things out. So you guys have to humor me. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so for our Monday uh, uh, podcast, we always ask uh, the 
most simplest karate kid question, which is when did you see it? What was it like? Do you love it? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so I had to think about it. Um, uh-huh. I'm actually born the year karate kid came out. Uh-huh. So it's been in my life, like just kind of like breathing. Um, <laughs> but I do remember a moment I decided to show it to like my first batch of students. Oh, really? And, and, and that was hilarious because I forgot like what the movie has in it. And there were like some things you're like, I can't show this to eight year olds. What was I thinking? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that, yeah. But it's kind of like Ghostbusters. It's always been part of my life, you know? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I, I honestly, I have a, I have daughters that, uh, you know, are, are nine and uh, one's about to turn seven. And I was thinking about showing this to them and there's, you know, there'll, there's a couple swears here and there and the way that, you know, like the brutalization of, uh, the the Cobra Kai against Daniel, especially on Halloween night, might be a little scary for them. Um, but uh, Ghostbusters, I'll be waiting a while to show. That. Yeah, I, I'm very surprised my parents let me watch that at such a young age. Like, yeah. Yeah. like I started watching it as an infant; it was my favorite movie. My mom's like, "That's the only way we can get you to be quiet." I'm like, "What's wrong with you?" They've asked for Ghostbusters so many times. I'm like, oh, I just can't. I can't. If this was the '80s, it'd be no big deal. <laughs> uh oh cool well um i well, i guess i just lost my concentration so i guess the podcast is now dead meat oh no <laughs> so thank you for joining us crystal you want to come back on on wednesday for another karate kid minute yes i look forward to it Woo! Yay! all right uh and well actually this is the time when you can make your plugs but you don't really have a podcast but is there anything you'd like to plug on the podcast um i am working with a couple of people that are are doing other podcasts so my friends skip really? and page they're doing a all things aikido podcast and so if you're a martial artist even if you're not doing aikido and you're looking for ways to expand your business um that's pretty cool and i'm about starting another thing with them uh part of aikido university so you can like learn Aikido online, you know, which is kind of cool. Cause you know, you make this class like a master class because mm-hmm. usually martial arts don't get that bit of attention. People are still like, that's what you do for a living, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? So, um, I mean, obviously we're, we're in, in strange times these days. So are you doing a lot of this stuff online now? Uh, I am. I have a, a Facebook page that's pretty small just because I'm starting from scratch uh, mm-hmm. about just Aikido and activities with Miss Crystal. So we'll do some Japanese culture, do some Aikido stuff. But uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of a neat way to figure out how we're going to move into the future. But I'm looking forward to it. Sounds cool. Uh, did, did you want to let anybody know where the, that Facebook page is, though? Uh, you can find it uh, at Facebook. Uh, it's, I think, Crystal Sensei. Mm-hmm. So it's Facebook slash, or Facebook.com slash Crystal Sensei. More than welcome to join. There's a lot of uh, YouTube things that are connected on there. And um, my YouTube handle is uh, Deshet, and you can find other cool activities to do on there as well. Cool. So, thanks. Okay. Thank Happy you, Crystal. Year. All right. I think that's it for us today. Uh, And uh, until next time. No such thing as a bad student. Only bad teachers. Teachers say, student do. Yeah.